This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for two fifty and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it seems like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better. It doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit. IndyPolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program today. One of my all-time favorite radio personalities. Anybody who once gave me a job, they're one of my favorite people. She's been with Q95. She's been with the old WKLU. She's been with 107.9. Been everywhere, right? TTS. TTS, that's right. The one and only Libby. Ah, you're sweet. Thank you. So uh, let's go back here a little bit. A lot of people don't know this. You were a part of the Bob and Tom show, right? That's how I got to Indiana is a long story, but my sister has lived up in Indianapolis since like 73. So I had heard of Bob and Tom. I had listened to him visiting her. When I saw the opportunity that they were looking for somebody, I jumped on it. Now, this was in the late 80s. Is that right? Yeah, 87. I was working in Dallas and came to work for them up here then. And they were sort of that was a lot of people the history of Bob and Tom that was like when they were entering their heyday yeah oh it was absolutely to me it was their local heyday and to me when they were the funniest not that they're not hilarious now but because it was all local so we could all relate to it yeah absolutely and you were like the uh you know in sitcoms a lot of times a character will leave and they will just they will keep the same character but with a different actress you were the christy lee too right yeah exactly i think that's why i got the job is because they thought we sounded a lot alike i still don't hear it i don't think christy hears it but whatever uh so i'm curious what is that what is it like to uproot yourself and we'll get into Bob and Tom in just a second. But as you said, you're working in, in Dallas because you're from down there, right? I'm from El Paso originally. And my dream was to always work in major market radio. So I literally packed a suitcase, had $300 cash and said, I'm going to get a job in Dallas. Because everybody <laughs> sees the like the Howard Stern movie where he's running up and down the dial. And that's a pretty accurate statement, right? You Absolutely. Look- and I can so relate to that movie because it was the exact years that I was in radio doing the same thing. So 
when you interview, because to me, Bob and Tom are probably one of the 10 most important people that have ever been a part of the radio industry. What's the interview process like for a Bob and Tom? You know, I just, I, it was, I don't know. I was so lucky. I dropped the air check in the mail and I had this weird feeling. And for people that don't know what an air check is, it's a tape of you on the radio so they can hear what you really sound and you like. To, and you used to have to do that in the mail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Snail mail. It was before we could do everything electronically. That's a good point. So you just literally like send it off and go, I hope the postman gets it there. Got it there. And I do have to say is that I had a somewhat inside connection because my sister's niece used to date Ricky Rydell. Okay. And so Ricky Rydell is the one that said, hey, look for this air check. And he was a songwriter and all sorts of stuff for Bob and Yes, Tom, absolutely. You know, at, the, at the time. And I don't know if he still is today, but a uh, very talented guy. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so then they flew me up here and I interviewed with them, talked with them, was actually on the morning show for one day, which was kind of funny, too, because I had just in Dallas interviewed Mark Lindsay from Paul Revere mm-hmm. and the Raiders. And I walked in the studio at FBQ and we both looked at each other like, <laughs> I recognize you from somewhere. And he happened to be on the show that day. But um, anyway, I luckily got hired and it was so exciting. Uh, radio has changed so much. And we'll get into that a little bit later on in the show. But at that point, radio was still sort of like the central focus of where people went in the morning. They maybe didn't go to Bob and Tom, but they went to Radio, what was that like to know a whole city, for the most part, and the ratings back that up, was sort of captivated by what you guys were talking about? It was amazing. I have to tell you, when I got up here and called, I I lived here about six months with my sister before I got my own place. I called the electric company to get my electric turned on, and the lady recognized my voice on the phone, (laughs) and that freaked me out. It's like, oh, my God. So it was... um, it was something else. I mean, people to this day, and I haven't been right. on Bob and Tom since, what, 88? They'll they'll recognize my name. They'll go, oh, you were the Polish-American princess, because that was my <laughs> nickname from them, being that Zabriskie used to be my maiden name. So it was uh, very intense and very exciting. Again, our guest is the one and only uh, Libby uh, from Q95. I'd forgotten you were on TTS, too. Yeah, I used to drive down there weekends. And I was their highest pay weekend DJ for $6 an hour. Did you, uh, did you sh- rub that under the nose of your fellow co- coworkers? No. you making a whole 6 bucks an hour? No, 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 no. But it took did about... Did one- your gas to get down there and get At back? the time it did. It, <laughs> but one or two snowstorms driving down there, I'm like, mm, I'm not sure it's worth that $6 an hour. <laughs> Plus, I got married and that was a good time to transition out. So part of what you did, or a big part of your life, you are connected to Brownsburg Radio, which, of course, we're located in Brownsburg now. You were a part of what I like to call KLU-1 and KLU-2. And of course, WKLU is the station that is still, quote unquote, licensed to the the city of Brownsburg, 1019. You worked for, uh, we'll start with KLU-1, the Quinn family. I did. And that all started out when a friend of mine was painting my house and he's like, you have got to listen to this radio station. And he turned me on to it, and I listened to it for about one day, and I'm like, I want to go to work there. Now, the people don't know, the Quinns played very... um, Eclectic? Eclectic, there you go. That's the (laughs) word I'm looking for. But it was classic rock, but it was what they called it, like, deep-cut album rock. Right. Right, Right. so, like, uh, for example... uh, 
I'll just use a Bruce Springsteen album, Born to Run. You wouldn't hear Born to Run. You might hear like Meeting Across the River or something. Some Absolutely. Some song you had to buy the album. I got in trouble one afternoon for playing too many hits. <laughs> Remember that was the whole thing. They didn't like the they didn't like the hits, but it was right up your alley because you're such a classic rock aficionado. I I loved it. And they used to let me bring in whatever music I wanted to play, and that was in the beginning of downloading music. Legally. Yes. Legally. You were always very careful to make sure it was a legal download. Yes, yes, exactly. But um, it was so much fun. I would just go, you know what? I want to hear that song and that song and that song. And I would get them and then go into work and play them. It was awesome. Now, I'm going to tell this story because my first job was at KLU. I got an internship when I was in high school. And the first day, because uh, I'd go after school, you were the, you were doing afternoons. And I come in there and I'm sitting there in there with you. And all of a sudden... These two small children emerge <laughs> with blankets and sleeping bags and uh, then proceed to lay the sleeping bags out on the floor and sleep in the station with you. Pretty much. And that's how I got to do it. The Quins kept on asking me, they go, can you work afternoons? I'm like, I can't put my kids in daycare. I just don't want to put my kids in daycare. And they're like, bring them with you. I'm like, <laughs> done. I couldn't believe they said that. So my husband would get off work at 3.30 and come by the station and pick them up. So they were there about an hour. Sometimes it was a very intense hour. A lot of when the mic wasn't on, screaming, yes. shut up, sit down. Well, the best part was you would just accept that when you were in there with you, step over the children. Yeah, you would just have to. And I have to say, I'm very proud. The oldest one of those children will be graduating from Purdue with honors in May. After three years, and my son is uh, first year at IUPUI. Yeah, because you were telling me that, and I thought, man, I'm starting to feel old. <laughs> now, I, I then proceeded to say, thankfully, I was so young when I started that I'm not old yet. Uh, but that's probably pretty cool, get away from radio for a second, as a mother that your daughter is graduating from with Purdue from Purdue with honors. Oh, I am so proud of her. She had she started out her first semester of computer science. That took one semester. She's like, oh, heck no. <laughs> no boss. So she's doing speech pathology and has gotten straight A's since. And oh, so I'm awesome. so proud. And my son, straight A's so far at IUPUI. That's, Knock on wood, he wants to be a high school English teacher. That's awesome. Now, when you were at KLU, you sort of, at least in this city, were a leading proponent of what they called the jam bands. I was. And Indy, at the time, had a great jam band scene oh it did and uh and for people that don't know that's bands like the grateful dead fish leftover salmon string cheese incident they have such fun names but i still love that music dearly and there is still kind of a scene i think back to bonnaroo and yep. the first bonnaroo concert that was all jam bands now we've got like snoop dogg mm -hmm. and willie nelson so it's not quite the same but those jam bands are still out touring and doing stuff i'm curious what it's like to well, I, I know, but not on the not as a daily afternoon drive show host like you did to work at a station where you realize there's a very finite amount of people listening to this. You're never going to be number one, but the people that listen to it love it. Like you had the most loyal listeners in the world. I, to this day, they'll go, oh, I miss KLU. And if you Google WKLU, it actually for some reason, goes to my internet station. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, so it is kind of cool, even though KLU still belongs to, you know, uh, K-Love, yeah. the station that has it now. But for some reason, I think people realize the music they're looking for is there. All right, we're going to take a quick break when we come back. Now, for those of you who don't know, 
WKLU, the original KLU, it was like the real life WKRP. Absolutely. Is that a good assessment? Oh, at Leslie Nesman. <laughs> we had Leslie Nesman <laughs> with Irma. Right. That's right. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll continue with Libby, tell some stories about that. Plus, the story just begins. It just starts getting fun. The KLU 2, that's a whole nother ball of fun. <laughs> You're listening to Central Indiana today. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty sundaes can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides childcare for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 53 89 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Uh, speaking today with the one and only, you recognize her from Q95, TTS, WKLU1, WKLU2, 107.9, the one and only Libby. Are you best known probably for Bob and Tom, or would it be your KLU days? You, you know, I think it's probably a toss-up between the two. I really do, because the people that love Q95 and Bob and Tom are still very loyal to them, and people that were loyal to KLU are still loyal to that yeah. kind of music. I'm curious, Just we'll get back to KLU in just a second, but Bob and Tom now, without Bob, it's, t- it's the Tom show. Right. And I'm curious, as that show has evolved... Does radio have a shelf life to it? I mean, you know, a sitcom or a TV show 
runs its course and you say, okay, that was great. It was, it was Seinfeld or whatever, and it's time to move on. But radio shows seem to go on forever and ever. Should they have a, a shelf life to them? It's hard to say. I mean, as long as you still get ratings and you're still getting people to listen to you, I don't think there should be a shelf life. It just, ah, it's hard to say. Sometimes you do think they've jumped the shark. Well, it's, it's, and I, <laughs> and I don't the, mean Bob and Tom junk, right. jump the shark. But any show, it's like at some point, because the Bob and Tom stick, as you said, was when you were hired, it was guys in their early 30s and, and they were having fun and cracking jokes or guys in their late 20s cracking jokes. And at some point you say, wow, now these guys are in their 60s and they're still sort of cracking the same jokes. Pretty much. Yeah, you know, does it, does it run its shelf life? But, but I had you on today because you're a part of Brownsburg Radio. You're the Brownsburg Radio Heritage, which is where our station is now. And uh, the old WKLU uh, and the new WKLU. And uh, you made it basically all the way till it was... Eight years. Yeah. Eight years. Eight four years. for each owner. <laughs> That's right. Um, so the old KLU, which is where we left it last time, the Quinn family owned it. And would you like to tell us a little bit about sort of the structure of that station? Well, it was so interesting. I mean, obviously it was in a little old house on Green Street that I don't know if people live there or if it's a business now. It is, it is now a home. It was a pet shop before it was a radio station, right? And to every time it would rain, I don't know if you remember this, the basement would smell like cat urine. Oh, yes. It was absolutely. horrible. Yes, absolutely. I had one DJ that worked there before me that I never met, but told me a story about him being on the air in the morning and a cat jumping on the board. <laughs> And throwing up on it while he was live on the air. So, yeah, they used to have cats that wandered around. But it was fun. It was just so much fun. There was wires hanging around everywhere. And it was in what was the living room, I think, of that house. But it was just, it was how radio should be. Very much like this station. Yeah, absolutely. Serving the community. It was owned by two brothers. Yeah. And my favorite thing was, well, it was a family-owned station. But yes, because the dad, I also heard he owned a clown suit, and that's another story, <laughs> too. But my favorite, one of my favorite memories of KLU was the father was part owner with the with the family. Right. And sales were never where the brothers wanted the, the sales to be at. And every time the dad would come in town, remember, they would, say, they would yell at us and say, hey, we've got to explain to our dad why these sales aren't very good. You guys better get it together. Oh, I know. I know. It was interesting. And it was also hodgepodge together where a lot of people had different shows, right. a lot of racing shows yes. like Don K and... <laughs> Oh, who was the guy on Monday night? I there, can't there was remember. Dio and uh, hey, Dio. Yes, yes. Was, and and but I say this because of the show WKRP people. Some people wonder well, how, why was that show so successful? Because there were WKRPs all over the country, and KLU was its own WKRP. Absolutely, it really was down to the Les Nessman character and also <laughs> the Herb Tarlett oh, character yes. too. With cheese. Oh yes. <laughs> My favorite, well, not my favorite, well, there's so many. Like, we could literally just do a whole documentary. I could just do a week's worth of shows on the old KLU. But the first day when I got my internship there, they said, uh, you're going to go down in the basement with the, the sales guy and learn how to do some production. I said, okay. And the guy kept referring to himself as a nickname in the third person. Yes. And it took me the whole time to realize he was talking about himself. <laughs> 
That's hilarious. I think he might still do that. I believe he plays in bands around the city now. And I thought, uh, you know, it was like that episode of Seinfeld where Jimmy is referring to himself as Jimmy, and they don't realize he's talking about Jimmy in <laughs> the third person. So I'm having a conversation about this guy, referring to him as this guy, and then at the end you realize it's it's that guy. So, yes, uh, exactly. I ran into his daughter recently at a radio promotion for is, ZPL, another station I work is for. She, is she? Just like her dad. <laughs> That's all I got to say. <laughs> Again, our guest is the one and only uh, Libby, sharing some radio memories today. So that's KLU version one. And in 2004, the station is sold. And uh, KLU version two comes along, right? Yeah, boy, that uh, flipped that station upside down. So amazingly, for people who are maybe newer to the city or don't remember, the old KLU, almost by design, because the owners didn't really care about ratings, was pretty much last in the ratings, right? I oh, mean, absolutely. I think 21 was about our highest. Yeah, and out of like 26. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but the new owner who bought this really did care about ratings, and made drastic changes to the station. Oh, yeah, yeah. He uh, First thing he did was move the tower as close to Indianapolis as legally possible to get a better signal to cover the whole area. And, and then move the studios to the north side. And he brought in Mark Clark, who was a great sales guy, had been over at Clear Channel and done a whole lot of stuff. And in, almost instantly, the ratings turned around. And I'm curious what that's... Take our audience through what it's like to be in a transition phase from radio when it's sold from one owner to the next what is that like oh boy before russ actually took over i was busy again legally downloading music <laughs> like from itunes getting the hits getting the born to run from bruce springsteen right. as opposed to the deep cuts and getting that all ready and then the day he took over we just started dumping the music on the computer and playing it but that's the thing that russ did is that he stuck to the hits which people will tell you they want variety, but research shows they want the hits. Right. And rightfully so. You want to hear music you can sing along with. Sure. And so from your perspective, you have this very loyal audience because you play the certain type of music. You were, you would get the jam bands out yeah, there. Yeah, and you, the deep cuts from Yes. Yes, and, absolutely. And I'm. what happens then when that change is made? Do people hold you accountable for that? Because you're the person on the air introducing the music even though someone else is making the decisions they might have at first but then when you talk to them and say hey you know we've got a new owner new direction that kind of stuff they deal with it they're not happy but nine times out of ten they still listened because a lot of it was still the music that they loved well and you should have told them if you guys had bought more advertising we wouldn't be in this situation. yeah that's true too <laughs> very true story so the transition phase in radio is a crazy thing for everybody um, it, it's a lot of uncertainty right I mean you don't know whether you're going to have a job are going to have oh, a job oh I know yeah we all were hoping that when Russ came in we were all going to make tons of money because we knew <laughs> he had a ton of money and he was very generous and so that that part was nice and he built us the most beautiful studios up on the north side of town that you could ever and, you know and, well it's interesting too because russ was very serious about making this little station that nobody knew about outside of that very loyal audience making it a big time station and the reason is is because he did that in miami and that's how he got all his money is he found a low power station that nobody was paying attention to he cleaned it up got it the best signal he could turned it to hispanic and it went number one and then he sold you know for he his portion was 200 million dollars <laughs> yeah uh russ uh, russ oasis an amazing businessman and you you don't get to be a, a millionaire much less a hundred millionaire 
Yeah. Unless you got two things. You got a great business mind and you got some passion. And yeah. Ross certainly had his passion. Yes, he definitely had his passion, without a doubt. And he still has a big passion for radio, but I believe he is out of it altogether now. Now, the new KLU had its stories as well. Uh, and, and Libby was so kind. Libby made it through the initial chopping block. I did not. <laughs> So I was back, uh, you know, shoveling driveways at night to pay the rent. And uh, Libby was kind enough to bring me back to start doing overnights. Oh, that had to be so rough oh, on you. But I got to see you every morning then. Because you, start, you started doing mornings. That's true. And I did wake up at about 2 in the morning. Yes. So. It, was, it, was very, uh, it was very nice. But one of the things Russ did um, was he brought in a whole lot of big name people. You know, yeah. he brought in Jay Baker, Adam Ritz. And pretty much instantaneously, the station started climbing up the ratings. That probably gave you guys a jolt in the arm. So we had this station that nobody knew about, and now all of a sudden, hey, we're a top 15, top 10 station. I've heard since then, working with other people in radio, at one point, WFBQ was a little bit concerned about the station. And it's That amazing. made me feel great. Yeah, no, no, well, <laughs> and given the signal, still a signal limitation, it is. But Russ, as we said, he had passion. He also had this thing in the studio called... The hotline. Oh, good Do lord. Do you want to tell us about the hotline? The hotline is where you get straight into the studio, no request line, no anything, and a big light flashes in your face <laughs> that the hotline's ringing so you can't ignore it. Right. It's like an emergency vehicle flashing light. Yeah. I used to answer the hotline in the morning when I knew Russ was calling me. I would just pick up the phone and answer it, good morning, sunshine. <laughs> and it would make him laugh every time. And so that was a good way to start out the hotline call. And, and so Russ... With his passion, would listen to the station, and he would uh, he would call you, and he would hear something he didn't like, and he would uh, he would ask you to correct the mistake. Is yes, that a correct yes, way of, he would. Of, yes, he would. Of putting it from Miami, he would listen to us from Miami and do that. And you got to remember too, this was oh four, oh five, oh six. This was in the early days of internet streaming. Now that's a common thing, right? But right. that was like a big deal that he would sit there and listen to live streaming of internet radio. And he had it dialed in to a speaker system in his house, so it was like he was listening to you know radio. Yeah, and, right there. And Russ, because he had such success, he had a very nice palatial estate. And supposedly, now I don't. I think you told me this at one point. He had, and again, this was very, uh, this was very transformative and very forward thinking. He had it rigged up where he had some sort of like small, low power something where he could drive around his complex and still hear the yeah, station. Yeah, that at all is times. small FM transmitter. I have a little one at home for you know my treehouse right. studio right. that goes in my house. But um, yeah, it was enough to cover, be legal, and yeah. still. But yeah, he had this transmitter where he could listen in his car for a short distance around his house. Now, the KLU at one point, now keep in mind, this was a station that was number 26 in the rate, or 21 to 26 at any time, got all the way to number five. Yeah, yeah, that was a big deal. I remember driving home on 465 with a big grin on my face that day. What... Um... What is it like? Because you were actually named program director, right? When, yes. When the station was sold. What is it like to work in, you go from an environment where it's like, oh, hey, everybody showed up to work today. That's great. That's a success. <laughs> no one no one was injured on the job and no one got in a fight and uh, the lights stayed on. This is great. To go from that to a station where they're demanding success and you're actually competing 
in a major radio market. What is that like? It, it was a little intense, but it also was a big learning experience for me because I had never been program director. I'd been assistant program director, music director. I even did a little bit of sales, but had never done that. So it was a big learning experience, but it was very intense. First of all, I had two young kids. <laughs> I had to get up at 2, 2.30 in the morning to prep for the morning show and then be there. So I pretty much didn't sleep for four years. Yeah, I get our, I get our guess is the one. <laughs> and only Libby. We're tracing the history of Brownsburg uh, Radio, talking about WKLU. So like any great story, it, it comes to an end at some point, Yeah, right? that was a sad day when it sold, but it was also very fun because mostly when radio stations change format sell, you bop into work and all of a sudden they say, hey, guess what? You're fired. You, we don't need you anymore. We all knew the end was coming and Russ let us have our last day on the air. That's cool. Which was very cool. And I still have a tape of that somewhere. It's Jeff Pigeon was there. Another Gillis. I know Gillis was big, there. Yeah. And, um, that was another fun thing we did at KLU was a rock and roll radio reunion where we brought back the old DJs mm -hmm. from um, uh, Wrath, Wrath of the Buzzard yep. and uh, Reb Porter from the Wife Good Guys yeah, and, and had and them on the air, and that was fun, too. At the time, it seemed like a recently fired from WIBC get-together, but... Uh, Pretty much, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. those guys were, you know, legends in their time and legends in their day. And that was one of my favorite things doing with the old KLU with the Quins is that Reb Porter was my yes. traffic guy in the <laughs> afternoon. And so I felt like I was working with a legend in indie radio. Well, it's interesting too, as we wind down here today, because, uh, you know, Russ has such a reputation, but I will say, and I've said this, I've always said this, I am eternally grateful to Russ because I was 20, 21 years old at the time. And Russ just like, was like, here's a radio station kid, go have fun with it. And, yeah. you know, it, everything that I've accomplished has in some part been a part of because of radio and it was because of that that station you know yeah. Russ didn't have to do that no and he was I mean I know he had a reputation sometimes of being a little intense because of his passion but at the same time he is one of the most generous people I have ever met like helping people that you would never know one of his old assistants from his advertising days had MS and he basically supported her until her death and stuff like that so he could be a very generous guy. Yeah. We're but gonna we did all survive boot camp radio. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the program. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Rob Kendall here speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us, uh, sharing some memories with the one and only Libby, of course, of Q95, TTS, 107.9, and, of course, WKLU. And that's what we spend most of our time doing today, 
sharing some history of Brownsburg Radio, because that's where we're at today. And uh, it was kind of cool when the station went on the air because I was thinking back the day they flipped the switch and thought, what a lineage that's been from yeah. the, the Quins to Russ, then K-Love, and of course then K-Love sort of had no connection to Brownsburg, even though it's licensed to the city no, of Brownsburg. No, and they've got killer ratings. Yeah. They- <laughs> Blows me away, and they don't even need the ratings. Yeah. I was looking at them the other day, and I thought, wow, that's... Uh, that's that's some good ratings. The Quinn should have gone contemporary Christian. Sooner. I know a little part of me just kind of dies every time I see that though, because we work so hard. Uh, well, it, it's format and it's evolution of radio and the way people listen to radio. But oh, and I'm glad for them. Yeah, it, but um, so what are you doing now? I work for a company, believe it or not, that is basically creates individual radio stations for businesses. Friend across of the show, Adam Ritz. Yes, yes, it was Adam's brainchild. A year ago, January, which it's amazing that we are where we are now. But I basically curate the music for the company and help do the production of the commercials for the businesses or announcements. Um, And, of course, you went over to 107.9 for a while. Uh And uh, as we wind down here, I just want to ask what it's like to go that transition back into quote-unquote corporate radio because you were working for sole proprietors basically for a long time you know what there were i really liked working for intercom so for me it was a great transition i really like the company they're very progressive and they're very forward thinking and so that was a lot of great things and i learned a lot about facebook (laughs) they made me go through facebook college essentially it's crazy how much social media has changed just since you and i have both been right yeah well i I remember signing up for facebook because you had to have a college email account at the time so that was a big deal you had to be a college student and now of course it's open to everybody but i can say i remember when it was a college only account so let's close with this do you have a favorite klu memory be it russ or the quins is there something that stands out some story that stands out to you you know just the the enjoyment that we had every day I have to say, I don't know. I mean, it's really hard. Part of me loved working for Russ so much and what I learned and the equipment and state-of-the-art stuff. And the other part, I had so much fun working in the old house in Brownsburg. <laughs> to me, it was what you know radio should be. It was about the community, just like this station. You know, it's, it's interesting because uh, as many people, most people like their vision of me started when I was in elected office and so they don't know that person beforehand. How old were you when you came to us as an intern? 18. 18, yeah, okay. I just, I just turned 18. Because I remember you were still working at Arby's. Yes. In fact, it was Martin Luther King Day of 2000, uh, 2002 so I always celebrate Martin Luther King Day as my radio anniversary. Oh, that's awesome. Um, but uh, uh, everybody in their life has things they say, wow, I wish I'd done whatever as you look back but Man, I just wish I'd enjoyed that more and taken a you know a little different approach with it because it was so cool to be able to be a part of that yeah. and, and the success that at least the KLU2 had. So Yeah, yeah. a lot of good memories, very good memories. Libby, thanks for being with us today, and thanks for uh, sharing a little bit about the history of the Radio Brownsburg. Thank you very much, and a quick shout-out, if I may, since it's part of Hendricks County, that I have to tell you last year, Avon Robotics Team yes. won state championship, yes. and my son was president. Congratulations. That is such a huge deal now. They go to Purdue, right, and have a big— They uh, were there last week in the Avon's team, and it was Brownsburg High School that coached Avon that very first year they created the robotics team I had to uh, as a town councilman go and make a uh, support the Brownsburg team you know go and say hey great job guys the town's behind you and they showed me how they put this all together and Isn't I just it amazing sat, I just went I know these kids are 
off the chart smart. You you kids will be employing me for so, some low-level janitorial <laughs> job at some go. point, right? Yeah, no, no, it's amazing, and that's really cool that Avon's done, uh, done so well. Hey, don't forget if you missed any part of today's show, you can check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search Central Indiana Today. You can download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. Totally free of charge. As always, podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for two fifty and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the State House is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues faced in Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. 
Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.